in America, I would say not only black people have it, because I have come in contact with people, white, Spanish, and they are all encouraged of what I'm doing. Like, how can I be a part of this? Because my niece has sickle cell, my daughter has sickle cell. So it's not only in the black community. I can see here in the years, there's millions of people that have sickle cell. But sickle cell has not been put as a priority a lot. And that's why people don't hear much of it. You can only hear about it when you're having a child, when you go to the hospital and you're sick and they're asking you, oh, are you anemic? Are you, do you have sickle cell? But if you look in the papers, they really don't put it much out there. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my fights right now. You're listening to Stuck in the Middle podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, and creatives of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking barriers. This episode is brought to you by our online store. Visit sitmpodcast.com and shop Stuck in the Middle merch. We've also partnered with Perfect Office Solutions to bring you affordable, professional, and flexible private office spaces in seven locations in the DMV. Use promo code SITMPODCAST to get 10% off your monthly lease. If you're looking for office space, hit up Perfect Office Solutions. Tell them Stuck in the Middle sent you and save some money on some perfect office space. Uh, it's been over two weeks since we have sat at this desk. Uh, I miss this, um, but I'm resting. And uh, we appreciate everybody who's checked out, you know, the other content. Uh, we've put out two blogs on the blog section. Go read that. Um, and also the Couch Talk, uh, Finding Love After College. That was popping. Generated a lot of conversation. So uh, we didn't go and go. We had content out. So if you missed that, go catch up. I'm excited for today's podcast, though. We got a special guest in the building. Um this is not her first time. Uh, she's a strong woman. She's awesome. I'm talking about Geraldine Alo. Oh, Ablo. Ablo, right? Alo. Alo. You pronounce it right. Yeah, yeah. You know, see, <laughs> AK here typing wrong things. She is the founder and CEO of The Face of Seeker Cell. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back. It's been over two years. The last time you were here, uh, it was 2017. Yes. That's, that was July 2017. What has, what has, what's new? What's new with you? Well, last time I was here, I was a mother of one, but this time I'm a mother of two boys, and it keeps life busy. With sickle cell and my kids, it's busy. Mm. So, we're still working on the project. I didn't get the crown, like we talked last that time. Last time, yeah, last time. You, you, were, <laughs> but, uh, you, were, you were running for a pageant. What, 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 I forget, what was that? It was the Miss Cameron pageant, mm-hmm. the Miss Cameron USA pageant. I didn't win the crown, but I won the spiritual ambassador and the cultural ambassador, mm-hmm. which made life easy for me because I felt like my title got bigger than I was. And it just opened me to a lot of stuff where I was invited to a lot of places because I carried the title cultural ambassador. And that just kind of like gave me light to mm. keep on doing what I'm doing. So Are you going to be running for the title of uh, Miss Cameron? No, I can't because I'm over age now. <laughs> but I think um, this Africa would do. A lot of people are telling me to go for that, but I'm still thinking with the kind of That's bigger. I That's have. bigger and brighter. <laughs> Miss Africa. Listen, I think that I can do better than just sit back and watch. Mm-hmm. I can still go back and run for Miss Africa, but I have a more important project I'm working on. Like Not a face like- of Seeker Cell? Yes. Which, Not- uh, which you know we talked about last time yes other projects like what i have other projects that are collab with um the face of sickle cell ruby red is a huge part of the face of sickle cell 
there's um an event where we're planning to raise funds into crown our own queen mm. or king that is gonna go to each country to represent Sikosa. Ruby Ray, and you, you've actually partnered with um, her name is Hawa. Yeah, Hawa. Yeah, in uh, yeah. in uh, this event. Talk a bit about that link up. How did you link up with Hawa? Is she um, you're living with Sikosa like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Is it well, how how did that link up that partnership come about? Hawa has Sikosa just like me, and we are, we both have SS. So we we know exactly how he treats us and um i met her through my son's father she was she's managing my son's father so he he kept telling me oh i have a, I have a friend that has sickle cell just like you and one day you know god always said the time and place we met we started talking we found out we had a lot in common we had a lot of drives and goals in common so we put our heads together and we came up with ruby red mm-hmm. which is what we're working on now and uh, what, what, what is Ruby Red essentially? Like, what exactly is uh, Ruby Red? Okay, Ruby Red is a black tire affair where we want to do a ball party, but we want to encourage other women and men with sickle cell, parents, just everybody that wants to know about sickle cell and that has sickle cell to come out and enjoy life. It's all about life and living. Come out, let's raise funds, let's enjoy life, and let's educate other people what sickle mm-hmm. cell really is. When is this event happening? Where it had to happen this November, but we had to move it due to some issues. Black tie, you know, people, especially in DMV, exactly. want to come out, want to dress up, want to have a good time. Yeah. So it's still happening? It's still happening, but mm-hmm. on a later date. Yeah, yeah. So let's look up to 2020, mm-hmm. where we have other projects that are going to happen before that. Mm-hmm. Anything you can spill? Spill, beans, spill some beans now. You know, people just be stealing people's <laughs> events, and especially in this DMV. Sorry, I'm not getting on anybody, but DMV is just full of a lot of people who are trying to make it. It's a lot of events. So yeah. when you hit and say something, somebody just pick it up and do what they got to do it. So for now, we'll keep it on the low. Oh, As for Ruby Red, we know that Ruby Red is something a lot of people have already heard about mm-hmm. and they're getting prepared. So we're going to keep that out there. Whenever event is coming out, we'll make notice of that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm especially excited about you being back here um, because of Seeker Cell. It's something that, especially in the African community, um, we don't talk about enough or nearly a, a lot. And... Uh, it, it also touches home to me as far as having, you know, uh, somebody dear to me living with Sickle Cell. Have, having heard your story last time when you were on a podcast and, you know, not being as informed about it. I'm excited about you being here to, you know, really brush it again. You know, let's dig deeper. Talk about the face of Sickle Cell. Uh, you are the CEO and the founder of it. And we mentioned um, before the podcast, you know, where it is right now. Where From last time to right now, where is the face of Sickle Cell? The face of Sickle Cell is still helping people in Africa. We're still trying to raise more funds to make sure that these people are, you know, are well taken care of. They can afford their medication through us. Mm-hmm. And we're working on partnering with um, hospitals. But, you know, in Cameroon, where is where I'm from, where I've really put my efforts to help, we have all of this crazy stuff going on. So it's really hard to reach out to people mm-hmm. out there. So those that we can reach out to, we help. We have pictures documents that we're putting together put them under our insurance because we call that our insurance mm-hmm. you have to be under us so that we can recognize you in the hospital you know in the u.s everything is about documentation Facts. if i have to file a tax i got to present where all of this money is going who's yeah. going to mm-hmm. so yeah we already have all of that going on and a few people that we taking care of 
for now because the budget comes from me. I'm like raising funds is not easy. That's why we're working on Ruby Red, so we can take that as a kickoff to start raising funds and crowning our own stuff. Mm-hmm. So as for now, I work hard for every penny that goes out. Mm. So yeah. Getting to know the person, you know, uh, Geraldine a little bit more. Mention you're from Cameroon. Yes. Grew up in Cameroon. Yep, came here when I was 11. 11 years old. Ah, you'd be better off with this. <laughs> uh, you got two kids. Two kids. Two kids. And you have a twin brother. Yes. Uh, educationally speaking, does your brother have sickle cell? Nope. He's a carrier. He had, He's AS. I'm SS. Can I, like, somebody, can I be a, a carrier and not display or um, manifest or experience sickle cell? Yep. You can be a carrier and... You don't have none of the signs and you don't go through the same pain and anything because the only people that really go through this pain is people that have SS, mm-hmm. SC, because sickle cell is not one type. That's what people also fail to understand. There are three different types of sickle cell. So some people only think that if you get married to somebody that has um, AS, mm-hmm. that's when you're going to have a child with sickle cell. No, there, there is SC. And there is AC. So if you get getting married to anybody that has any of those their carriers with those blood type, just be mindful that you're gonna have sickle cell. Mm. You're gonna have a child with sickle cell. Oh, I don't. My, my parents have five kids. I'm the only one that has sickle cell. So Something don't get scared. That yeah, <laughs> don't, it's there is a chain. I have all of the stuff on my phone because I really want to educate people on this. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. People are afraid because I have a mother that called me. She's pregnant. Geraldine, the doctor said possibility is my child's going to have sickle cell. And I'm like, listen, I'm the feature. I'm a twin. I'm the only one to have it. My brothers don't have it. My sister, like my older sister, everybody, they don't have it. So what make you think that this child will have sickle cell? And even if this child has sickle cell, look at me. Mm-hmm. Am I not good enough? And she's like, okay. I don't care what the doctors say. I'm gonna have my baby, and whatever God decides, that's what God decides. Facts. So, so, and this is something that you mentioned last time, which you know I genuinely appreciated the importance of sickle cell screening. You yes. mentioned marriage. Talk yeah. about that. Wow. Talk about that. That brings me to a project which I'm working on. Mm. Yeah. How many pro- <laughs> <laughs> projects on projects? Yeah. L- listen, in life, right? Mm-hmm. You can't have one thing on the table. You have to have multiple stuff, but you have to focus on each and every one of them at their given time. Thanks. I have a project I'm working on. It's a series movie for Sickle Cell, plus a book. I have, I think, about 25 cents. I'm just walking and start shooting soon. Mm. It's talking about two couples where they hide their identity to each other. They didn't tell each other their blood type. I'm going to end it right there. But when it comes to marriage... Y'all got to go get tested. Listen, I'm not saying having a child with sickle cell is not difficult. It is. I know what my parents went through. And I know what I'm going through with sickle cell. And I know what my siblings went through with me. So what I'm going to advise people is make sure you get tested. Make sure you are accepting what you're getting into. Mm. So you know the outcome when it comes. Don't just see somebody. Love is love. You cannot deny love so you're gonna have to just accept that i'm gonna get married to somebody i'm gonna have kids with sickle cell with or we're gonna pat our ways and look for somebody but just know that god always put people in your life for a reason and god says 
you're going to marry this person, you're going to have kids. He might not even give you no kids with sickle cell. Your kids might all come with sickle cell. But guess who those kids will be? Presidents, ministers. Some of them might pass away. See, I'm just being honest. No, yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very straightforward oh, with no, my yeah, words. Yeah. I don't want to come in like I'm sugarcoating stuff. Mm -hmm. No, it's the honest truth. Some kids will pass away, some will not. I have two friends who are the people who inspire me to open the face of Sikasa and give back. Mm -hmm. They both had Sikasa, they both pass away. Mm -hmm. And I'm still alive. And to, today, it makes me feel blessed that God has kept me on this earth for a reason. Mm -hmm. So please, I encourage partners to get tested. Both of my kids, it's not like I planned it, but God brought two men in my life where they bought an AA, and mm -hmm. my kids end up being carriers. Mm -hmm. I'm blessed with that. So I'm grateful, Brett. You definitely got to get tested. Mm. Uh, for educational purposes, what's the difference between sickle cell anemia and sickle cell disease? If I'm getting that right. Mm, you're getting it right. It's All the wrong, same right? thing. <laughs> sickle All cell right. anemia. The anemia that adds behind us just that. How can I be? People who run short of blood. Mm -hmm. Some somebody will say I'm anemic, but they don't have sickle cell. They just run shot of blood. They can't be in a co environment. Mm. So it's the same sickle cell disease, sickle cell anemia is the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's just the anemia part makes it more harder because when people hear anemia, they know exactly that. Oh, you run shot of blood. Sickle cell disease, sickle cell anemia is the same. Mm. How many people right now? Would you say living with sickle cell disease? Trust me, I how many, <laughs> how many? How many are black and how many are unaware? If, if you were just to put a ballpark, you know. Um, I would go to Cameroon because my research has been in Cameroon for a long time. I would tell you in Cameroon. And I really appreciate that, you know, so you're focusing yeah. back home, your roots, where yeah. you're from. You came here when you were 11, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you still Trust have those me. roots. That's what stuck me I, as well. I love, I, love, I love my country. Mm -hmm. Can be American citizen all we want, but we're from somewhere. Facts. People, American people still looking for their roots. Remember mm -hmm. that. Some of them are finding we're from Sierra Leone, from Cameroon, and they're happy to go back. So, hey, we're home. Mm -hmm. And this is home. Because this, this is owned by a Cameroonian. So, mm -hmm. guess what? We're going to talk about Cameroon. Cameroon. In Cameroon, they have about 2 million people, or 200 million people that lives with sickle cell. And each year, they have kids that are born with sickle cell around 2 200 kids each year mm. and apparently almost half of them die because they're not diagnosed mm. so in america i would say not only black people have it because i have come in contact with people white spanish and they are all encouraged what i'm doing like how can i be a part of this because my niece has sickle cell my daughter has sickle cell so it's not only in the black community I could say here in the years, there's millions of people that have sickle cell. But sickle cell has not been put as a priority a lot. And that's why people don't hear much of it. You can only hear about it when you're having a child, when you go to the hospital and you're sick and they're asking you, oh, are you anemic? Are you, do you have sickle cell? But if you look in the papers, they really don't put it much out there. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my fights right now. It's, I'm going to ask a question right now. Um, is this, you mentioned, you know, 200... Uh, uh, thousand of uh, people living in Cameroon with sickle cell, 200 kids born with it, half of them die. Yeah. Is this curable, sickle cell? <sighs> See, no shade to all the doctors out there working hard to find cure for sickle cell. But 
I've done my own research and sickle cell is not curable. Don't, don't get it twisted. It's not because you are born with these cells. These cells are what grows in your body. And anything that grows in your body grows. They can, I've heard about where they put cells in your body to help you help cure sickle cell. No, those cells come in your body to help ease the pain. Because guess what? Cells grow and they fade away. So are they not, they, those cells that they put in your body, they're gonna fade away and the sickle cells are gonna still grow back. That's why when everybody asks me to go do it, I said no. Not because I don't believe in it, but because it's just going through a process where it might take your life. It's, it looks easy, but you gotta go through chemo. It's just like a cancer patient. What kills you? The chemo, the chemo is what kills you, not the cancer. Because of the medication and everything, and it kills more cells. So people who wanna go for it can go for it, but I, for one, I'm not doing that. Mm. It's just like the medication hydroxyria. It helps with lifespan, it helps with sickle cell pain in crisis. Listen, I don't take it. You know why? Because hydroxyria damages the liver. Why would you take something? I'm sorry, I'm not badging <laughs> none of these people, but this it's is, from my own experience. This is somebody, exactly, you are living with this disease, yeah, right? Yeah, I would not take something that is going to damage another part of my body to fix another part. Everything in life has a second chance, mm. and everything in life has a downfall. So you can be building a house if you don't build a roof too well, and you don't build the foundation well, Thanks it's going to fall. Facts, yeah. So I'm not gonna take none of those medications. I'm gonna leave healthy. How do you? How do you? Mindset. How do you? Yeah, exactly. That's mm -hmm. my question. How do you cope or a treating a dealing with living with sickle cell? How are you still alive? <laughs> I'm alive because God is keeping Amen. me alive. Mm -hmm. That's number one, and God has groomed me and taught me how to live with this disease. I I try to live really stress free. I have stress like everybody else. You can tell me what two boys can do to you every day. That's number one. There's family. There's job. There's boyfriend. There's their friends. Everybody is stressing you out. But what do you do? You block stress out. I know it's not easy. I'm writing a book on stress. Mm -hmm. Blocking stress to live a free life. But you have to block the stress out. Because when the stress goes to your heart, that's when your blood strings don't match with your life, with mm. your body level. It's just like it's winter time and you go out there with a parachute like mine and some regular jeans, no jacket, and you think that it's summer. No, the cold is going to hit you. Mm -hmm. And when it hits you, it penetrates your body and you get sick, you get pneumonia, and guess what? You die. You die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. But <laughs> no, it's the truth. Like, you know me, my mom runs like water and I see it the way I see it. Respect. Try to be stress free. Mm -hmm. Eat healthy. Rest enough. Listen, people have not seen me out there for a while now. Not because I can't go out. I work two jobs now. I work nights. I work mornings. Writing a book, running Writing a book, multiple organizations. <laughs> have two boys that I gotta put on the bus, take one to daycare, pick up. So my schedule is tight during the week. What do I do in the weekends? I rest. I don't go out like that. It's not like I can't go out, but mm -hmm. I value what keeps me healthy. 
I could choose to go out and smoke hooker and things and drink some alcohol and come back and be stressed and sick. And, and then when I'm sick, I don't go to work for two weeks and then there's bills gotta be paid, kids gotta get, nobody's gonna take care of your kids like you. Nobody's gonna take care of your life like you. Mm-hmm. So are you gonna make the right choices to stay healthy or are you gonna jump off? So when you, uh, just uh, about, I want to say three or four days ago, Bill Gates Foundation um, and NIH announced a collaboration with over $100 million to bring a cure for sickle cell to Sub-Saharan Africa. When you hear stuff like that, does that get you excited or are you just like, y'all can knock yourself out? It doesn't really get me excited. I feel like these people need to help the people with sickle cell by just making sure that they have the necessary medication and hospitals to go to. Because you telling me you gotta drain all the blood in my body to put on your own for me to not have sickle cell. The God that created sickle cell did not create a cure. Hmm. And sickle cell is something you're born with. It's not something you grow to have. So people are like, I know there are scientists, everybody's trying this and trying that. They were looking for cure for HIV. Did they find it till today? No. So everybody has something to say, but they're working hard. I applaud them for that. But my own word is, why don't you open facilities, put more doctors, more machines and medications. Why don't you look for medications that can ease the pain no more? Mm-hmm and teach them to eat and live the right way. How, um, what are the signs of sickle cell in babies and does sickle cell get worse with age? Babies, you know babies can't talk. I have a, uh, a friend, friend slash sister. She actually lives with my other sister. She, she just put to bed about a month now mm-hmm. and she just found out her son had sickle cell. She called me crying. I said, listen, am I not unique? She said, yes. I said, are you not talking to me? She said, yes. I said, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm like, even her, she, she, she can't complain. I said, we'll take care of him. I said, God did not bring you to this country for no reason to have this baby. He brought you where they have everything. So he's going to be fine. And just be mindful. You have other kids, but this kid will hold your hand tomorrow. So stop crying and focus on what to do. Mm-hmm. And she was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was like, you're welcome. Listen, I'm not going to discourage any mother with a child with sickle cell. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, you're going you're gonna to go through a lot. But you're in a country where sickle cell also, I said, he, that's a baby. And the baby can tell you where they're feeling pain. So what you're going to do is learn about this illness and know how to carry your child out. My mom was in Africa while she was taking care of me. In Africa, they don't have all of this. All this stuff going right now, they don't have it. Mm-hmm. So keep this, this child warm. I already started educating her on what to do. Make sure this child takes this medication as the doctor gives. Don't skip it. Make sure this and this is okay for the child. And she was like, okay, good. I said, don't miss any doctor's appointment. Every doctor's appointment counts. So just leave him up to God and do what you're asked to do. But if there's something that I would tell you, don't let them put his child on kind of dumb medications because that's going to take his life easier than it's going to keep him alive. Because I'm going to say, America wants to fix things, but at the same time, they want to take it away from you. 
If you guys notice that, I'm, Donald, mm-hmm. Donald Trump is doing his own. They America do things where they're gonna fix it, then they're gonna take it. It's just like me. Um, they tell me I should take um, what's this medication? I don't like it. Morphine. Morphine kills the pain, but it kills you because it kills your cells. And for the nurses that I'm they, that are listening to this or that will listen to this in the future. They know that morphine is the killer medication to everybody. I used to sing really good. I took morphine for like four years. And my breath, I couldn't breathe. You know how you go in there, I can't breathe well. And my teacher was like, morphine is the cause. And when I cut off morphine, I catch my breath easier than I used to. And God... God use a God always use a way to cut some something out of your mm-hmm. life. Apparently, I had pneumonia, and they kind of I don't know what they did with the morphine. My whole face was swelled up. My body. The doctor just wrote down the allergic to morphine, and since then, nobody has administered morphine on me. So God has a way of taking certain things. Morphine is good for the pain. It's good for people that go to hospice because they're close to death. It's good to just keep them alive and kill them gradually. <laughs> That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Kill them gradually while you take the pain away so they can enjoy their last moments. But not for somebody that still has life in them fully. Mm. Is uh, sickle cell more prevalent in male or female? Is, is that a thing? No, it's, just it's, it's everywhere. It's just, you know, the blood type and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's everywhere. Mm. I have a male friend here, sickle cell. That guy, he's all over the place, traveling the world. He's doing his own thing. He, the same goal and drives I have, he has the same goal and drives. Mm-hmm. When I launched my nonprofit, he was there. He talked, he said a lot of stuff. And he's living his life. You can live your life with this disease. It just depends on how you choose to live that life. To live your life. And Describe you to me what the pain of sickle cell is like. <laughs> Last time you were here on the podcast, 2017, uh, if people want to go listen to that. But describe to me what the pain of living with sickle cell is like. When it hits. It hits. Okay. Just the same way I describe it all the time. Have you ever broken an arm or leg? Do you know how it feels like your body feels shattered? Have you ever take an egg crumb? Like, you you know the back of the eggs, right? Mm-hmm. And you crunch it how, like... Stop back. Stop Listen, that's the pain. Mm. That is the pain. Times that leg that you've broken times five. Add that, like, that pain. That's the pain. We focus our pains and our bones, our joints. And... Can you massage my joints? No. It's deep in the bone. That's why they, they have the bone marrow transplant for sickle cell, which is through, it's the same as therapy, chemotherapy, all of that stuff. When you go through that stuff, you got to stop eating certain things and drinking certain things and have certain exercises to do. So the pain is very crucial. And until you are in my body, you're not going to understand that pain. Your headache is different from my headache. Because when I have a headache, it's not just my head. My whole body goes with that headache. So, listen, if you can really crush an egg, like the, the shell of an egg, and just put pain in it, then you know how somebody's bones feels. Man, when it's uh, 
this is how how is it you know you like as you mentioned you grew up in cameroon moved here when you were 11 years old um really respect and appreciate your focus being in cameroon in africa how is it different dealing with sickle cell in africa than it is than it is here i feel like you've answered this question already but you know just for emphasis reason the medication the coping the therapy stress-free and all that in africa the main problem is the hospital the medication here in the u.s you can get treated before you pay in africa you have to pay before you get treated so say your parents don't have money for three four days no medication for three four days and that also can lead to early death mm -hmm. because if you're in that kind of crucial pain and then you run each other blood energy like when we sick we don't have oxygen our oxygen level is very our oxygen level is low mm. so if you don't have all of the like every time i go to the hospital they put me in the ICU. Just, just you know, like I'm crucial. Oxygen, everything. I'm an isolated room. Not like there's some disease that I'm contaminating people with, but it's because I need that one-on-one -on -one care every time I'm in the hospital. So in Africa, they don't have that. They put you in a room with multiple people. You're crying, they're jumping from one person to another and you're just there. I know now in Africa it's more modern than back then, but still people still go through that mm -hmm. because the civilization is not really heat. I always say that in the hospitals when it comes to people with sickle cell and people who don't have money. If you have money, you are well treated. Mm -hmm. Facts. <laughs> when is uh you know the changing gears a little bit as, as we went on our time when is uh when is this book where are you in the process of this book right now mm. this book is it's somewhere getting to finish mood mm -hmm. i was even talking to your brother i was like i need somebody to edit my book he's like talk to my brother when you get there tomorrow. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah i will talk to him but this book is gonna come with this project mm -hmm. sicker model I'm actually working on myself as a model because I've been doing this model. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. So I want I want to put a blog out there on modeling and bringing women with sickle cell to do what they love and ease their pain. Mm. If you love to do makeup, come. Let's work as a team. You love to model, come. Let's work as a team. You love to do it, come. Let's work as a team because the more you work. The more you put your mind on other stuff other than sickle cell, you don't get sick. Like, listen, I'm going to say this. My book is coming out. And it's going to hit a lot of people because it's talking about my life with sickle cell. And I have another book which is talking about how you work with yourself to be stress-free with sickle cell. And it can help other people that don't have sickle cell. Because some people stress kill people. Do you have a disease or not? Stress can drive you crazy. So... Me doing all of the stuff that I'm doing keeps me away from a lot of stress. Trust me. Sometimes the only time I really think about stuff is when I lay down in my bed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, what happened? People call me and like, you didn't see my call? You didn't see my... No, the kids had my phone. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, I'll be on social media here, but I don't like what I see on social media also define how mm -hmm. I live my yeah, life. Right, yeah. 
I can see something that's not right. I'm like, yo, cut that off. That's not right. Everybody know me for my straight foul mouth. But I'll just be like that. Right. Listen, this book is going to come out and it's going to definitely touch a lot of souls. I want them to look out for it. I haven't given, there is a title to the book. But until then, we'll have another session concerning these two books mm-hmm. that's going to come out. But I want people to know that when you walk and put your your mind on a lot of stuff, it eases your stress because you're not focusing on the stuff that stress you out. A job can stress you out, but why don't you make that job fun rather than stressful? It depends on what you put in your mind. Remember that there's certain things that when you say, "Hey, I'm not gonna do this," and you leave it in God's hands, it works out for good. I asked a question on Instagram the other day. If God say your your past is your future, what will you do? I had a lot of crazy answers that I didn't post some. <laughs> I had to post some somewhere and say, oh, you a stripper. <laughs> God say you you were a stripper in the past and they said that's your future. Then God is going to use you accordingly. God uses everybody. So how about you use your time to be fruitful? And do something wise and nice and stay there and stress about the things of the world. I go through my personal life, different things. But listen, none of this stuff now that takes me to the hospital. Shh, you lie. I ain't going to the hospital. Not for anybody. <laughs> If I go there, it means I really want to carry myself there mm-hmm. and be there because I'm really sick. I have two surgeries coming up. I keep postponing it. It's not good, but I have to. Because I want to put stuff where when I go for my surgery, everything is perfect. I know things are not perfect, but I got to work on that. And that's why when I told the doctor, I'm like, listen, I got two surgeries coming up. But we're going to have to hold on that for a minute. Let me put stuff together when it comes to my kids. When it's summertime, my kids are out of school and they have all the programs that my mom and their dad can deal with that. Then I'll go for my surgery. But right now, my kid's schedule, I ain't doing no surgery right now. She's like, oh, how are you going to sustain the pain? Come so we can put some pain medication in that area. I said, listen, honey, I'm not going to do anything that's going to damage that part of my body. Because I know my legs are what I use. I'm still going to put on my heels. I'm supposed to have a hip scrape, hip replacement. <laughs> so I'm too young for that, but it's okay. But guess what? I tell them what I tell them because I believe in God. And what God has for me, nobody can take it away. So I pray about it, and I tell them this is how it's going to be. So keep yourself out of stress. Believe in yourself first before anybody does. You're going to make it. Mm. Geraldine Allah. Yeah, I was how can people <laughs> How can people connect with the multiple brands that you have, social media, all that good stuff? Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. We have a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on now. My number is there. I've never taken it down. You, like, I always respond to people. Mm-hmm. I'm not that girl who would be like, this one saw my cute picture. Now you want to come and send me a message. No. Send me hello. I'll be like, hey. Unless you say something that don't make sense, then I'll cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> so there is Facebook, Jadine09. My Facebook is Jaradine Alo. Snapchat JD09 is spelled G D I N E 09 because a lot of people go put J. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's John, no. It's J as in G, as giraffe, in as in goat, as in good, as in dog, whatever. Not doggo. <laughs> Do- the G at the end. <laughs> the G at the end. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, connect with Geraldine, man. Listen, I appreciate you so much for coming through again. I feel like you're going to be back here again back. and again and again and again. You know when it's time I always hit the call button? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we appreciate you coming. We love having you. And um, I do hope this was, you know, uh, informational, educational, inspiring, motivational, all that. And uh, hopefully, you know, the book can come out soon. I want to read that. Um, and uh, again, appreciate you coming through. Don't worry, you'll get the first copy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that's what I like to hear. We had the pleasure <laughs> of speaking with Jeronine Allo. She is the founder and CEO of The Face of Sickle Cell, uh, author to be, mom of two, and uh, an awesome, amazing woman. Appreciate you coming through. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, if you enjoyed what you heard, um, if you're listening, driving right now, hit that subscribe button. Do a screenshot. Send links to your social media. If you're watching on YouTube right now, hit that subscribe button and then check that ringer so you get updates on every time we drop new content. Uh, I am Reflex, one of the co-hosts of Stuck Media Podcast. Shout out to AK, shout out to Ma and Achiri, uh, the team, and uh, Sir Charles. I uh, want to remind you again, we got a couch talk popping. Latest episode is Finding Love After College. That's streaming right now. It's the video before this one, so go check that out. And we welcome topics on what we should talk about. I think the next one, Sir Charles, is cooking up his mental health, so that's going to be dope. Um, this is Stuck Middle Podcast. Again, this episode is sponsored by Perfect Office Solution. They provide affordable office space in over seven locations for DMV entrepreneurs. Hit them up. Let them know we sent you. Get 10% off your code. Is SITM Podcast. Go on Stuck in Middle Podcast right now, right now, like this, and shop Stuck in Middle Podcast much. We appreciate that. It's winter time. Get that hoodie. Don't let your girlfriend steal it. I'm Reflex, and we are out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Let us know what you think and tell other people about us on social media using the hashtag SITM Podcast. If you want to find out more about Stuck in the Middle, visit our website, sitmpodcast.com to browse our blog section. To tell us your story, send us an email at sitmpodcast at gmail.com. Till next time, be safe.